Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast? It is season 13, it is episode 25, and I said, actually... This is the last podcast of the year, unless we record another podcast before yeah. the end of the year. And guess what? You got fucking shit over it. Uh, we're recording another podcast before the end of the year. Actually, it was uh, John's idea. We're recording this on, <clears throat> what day is it? Friday, the 29th of December. Oh, yeah, I lost track of what days it is, but yeah. Yeah, Friday, the 29th, the 29th of, uh, of December. After two wins, uh, we won't talk about the loss against uh, Liverpool, because it's been three games since we last talked. Uh, with the button monkey, um, and I'm pretty. It was sure... good, by the way. Not so good on fucking question time. No, but but good in the in the you know the general podcast bit. Yeah, it's it nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't feel like the need to entertain people and be like a fucking. Funny enough, since I've done that, those. people were going. Oh, you, he's got a free XL Christmas jump. You've got the two XL. Maybe you should have gone for the free XL. Uh, I think oh, one yeah. of those was John. Um, <laughs> thanks, John. Anyway, your, your podcast, John. So uh, we've got two games. We're going to avoid talking about the Liverpool because this is a positive podcast. You know, we lost. Oh, we're out of the. We're out of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to quickly talk about the two games. We beat uh, Manchester United, which I know you were at because I saw you there. We had a beer together, and um, and and then we beat. Arsenal last night. Although you were out for a curry, I don't. Did you not know there was a game on? Uh, yeah, they, these games get shifted about all the time, don't they? Yeah. You know, and it's the twenty eighth Thursday. It's the twenty eighth every says, year yeah. on the twenty eighth. I yeah. go on a pub crawl. Oh, every, you do. Yeah. We do the travel car pub crawl. Yeah. We go to Waterloo. We get a slow train back. Yeah. Get off at every stop. Have a beer and have a we curry. Do. Then every every year. Yeah, you're always on the twenty eighth. So right. I was. I missed it. 
I knew I was going to miss it. I was out with someone who's an Arsenal fan as well, oof, oof. which was even better. Yeah, there was yeah. a few old jokes. So let's, let's start with you, John, because we want to talk about David Moyes. We want to talk about an exclusive on, uh, on, on the finance, because the finance, in five minutes' time, exclusively, the embargoed, the finance is going to be released. And also we want to talk about... Um, uh, Pakatar and uh, Kudos, I've got some information there. But we've only got about 45 minutes, so we've got a lot to cram in. Okay. No, no dawdling. So let's start with Manchester United and Arsenal. Okay. Right. Well, I, uh, I was, and my work's due on the Wednesday, so I didn't see the Liverpool game. Um, Thank God. What was the score? Uh do you know what? I can't remember. Five <laughs> something, five, three, one. Five, five one, wasn't it? Or something was it like five that. Five one. Was it five one? Yeah. So, five, anyway, let's not, let's not, let's not doodle on that. So, the, 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 um, yeah, the Man United game, I, I was there. Well, you were there. We were there. Um, yeah, it was a uninspiring 30, um, first half. It was pretty boring, pretty, no team seemed to be at it very well. Um, Sorry, second I've just half. remembered. I'm legally obliged to say, Good evening, John. Where are you and what are you doing? Oh, oh wonder why it's going so smoothly. Yeah. Can't you I'm, just... I'm not worried. I'm at home talking to you. So. Okay, and just quickly, Len, where are you? What are you doing? I'm at home talking to you. There you go. Sorry, Fuck I'm just legally hell. obliged to do that. Just break up the flow. Carry on, John. So, yeah, so first half, I think this is, everyone knows that I mean, the first half was pretty dull. No team seemed at it greatly. Second half didn't come out much better, but we sort of picked it up. I think we had a reaction. Problems, didn't you? You love those early kickoffs on a Sunday. John. Oh, that's just yeah, the half half twelve kickoff. But anyway, and that's the other thing. You get they complain about the atmosphere. Well, stop scheduling games at well, half twelve. Well, well done. You had a broken rail, and I think you you really made an effort. And I did. What time did you get home? You were. Little, I bet you were half cut. I I left a bit early because I was meeting the family in Southbank. But you um, I, yeah, I think we I stayed on for about nine o'clock at night at Waterloo, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get home until about half ten, eleven. So yeah, so yeah, back to the game. Um, yeah, Zuma cleared one, heading for the goal, and that seemed to spark us into life. And then the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I think Pakatar came alive. He didn't have much to do up until then, but his his through ball was sublime. He didn't get an assist for that, did he? Which is mental. Yeah. And uh, Bowen's finish was good, second time around. And then Caduce just does what he does. And it's unbelievable when he gets yes. the ball. Sitting on, on that. Where, I was ashamed uh, that he didn't get to sit on the uh, advertising board of the Emirates last night. It got so close, but obviously <laughs> the ball felt yeah. super good. Uh, and it, we all come out of there full of the Christmas joys. We did, so, didn't yeah, we? And we, good. we went to the little... Good result. Um, where, where, do you, where did we meet you? Oh, no, I don't the, know what it's called. It's like a little cafe. You view cafe on on Green Greenway. Yeah, but Len would call the sewer bank apparently. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And then we went to the spoons in Canary Wharf. Always a hit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a good day. Enjoyed the game. Good to see everyone. Happy Christmas. Yeah. And. 
the... It is everyone. I've oh. got go. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. No. We'll come to you in a minute. Might as well just do the Arsenal game while it's fresh in your mind because you were out. See, so I think you've literally just watched the replay, haven't you? I watched it, yeah. I watched it this morning. Yeah, I've got up this morning and I'll tell you what, it was through hard the whole game. Did you watch the whole game or just. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did watch the whole game. Well, do you know what? At least knowing the result, that last 20 minutes was a hard watch. You yeah. probably all right knowing the result. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and no qualms at all. You didn't have to hide behind a cushion. I actually, as I actually walked in last night, I, I turned it on and it was like ninety-two minutes. So I saw the penalty as well, which, which brought a smile to yeah, my face. But then disappointingly so. missed. Yeah. But yeah, no. Again, I mean, it's an incredible performance all round. Just really good. Yeah. You know. Lenny boy, Lenny, Hello. Lenny, Lenny boy, you couldn't make um, the last game of um, home game of the season. No, um, we missed you. We had a good, yeah, I missed a, you. We had a good, good, good little jolly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, some of us, yeah, some of us in a far tighter fitting jumper than others. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I, as normal, I peaked too early. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's new? Um, yeah. Did you watch both games, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Well the, done, the, well done. The Man United game was a bit empty, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? As in, like, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, seventy first minutes. half, yeah. And 20 minutes of the second. Yeah, more of that to come, by sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then the last night, I, do you know what? I don't mind the... Uh, Prime coverage. I know you turned off the commentator, which I didn't. But I, I had I do to turn like, it back on because I do I like do. the prime coverage. I do actually. I like the whole. I watched the whole build-up with Moyes coming out at the beginning, and he talks to them, and you know, explained about what sure the, go that the, the the problem with uh, Zuma was, and and he talked about the. So what was the problem with Zuma? I didn't see all that. That's what the he, his is. knee. Yeah. He rocked his knee a little bit, and. Um, he, he failed a late fitness test, but he's he's due to be back for Brighton. And then obviously they they he explained that a girl was still out because um, uh, of the illness, still recovering from the illness. And then of course we had the Pakatar incident in the warm up, covered that, and you know, and then he started and got pulled off after thirty minutes. It it had all the drama, all the drama. You know, we think, oh yeah, and lots of people. I mean, our, our American friend on a WhatsApp group that John and I are in went, oh, this is going to be a bloodbath. How can a 35-year-old um, uh, be in the centre of defence? This will be carnage. They're going to rip our defence apart. That aged well, John. Well, yeah. Well, if, they, if they could finish... Oh, Bonner was the man of the match. They were, they were good. They were good. Anyway. 77 let... touches, Len, in the... Uh, in the Arsenal, uh, uh, in the West Ham box at the Emirates, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a world record in the Premier League. Is it really? It is, yeah. Since records began, seventy-seven touches, yeah, uh, without scoring a goal is a record. Well, they just couldn't finish, could they? We did fly that like a little bit. Put that on his wall, didn't he? Well, he he argued. Funny enough, on I can see it now. At the end of his next contract. He, it, no one's gone to the Emirates and had 77 touches in the opposition yeah, well, area. And he, he talked about how important it was to defend. And he, and they said, well done. This is your first time in 23 um, 
attempts that you've won at the Emirates or, or away to Arsenal. I can't remember which. And he said, oh, I did once before and was talking about yeah, this person chip and they, they went, I oh, know, it was a draw. Yeah. We have just, to check that. Just, just goes to show it must have felt like a win to him. And, it, and he said that was close then. He remembers then. it. Yeah. He even remembers <laughs> the fucking draw. snow. Yeah. <laughs> the goal scores and everything. Um, that yeah. result meant such a lot to him. But look, he did, he did look delighted. And let's be honest, right? Did we think we were going to get anything out of that game? No. When we saw that we lost our playmaker and our two centre defenders, we did think, right, that we were going to be in a bit of trouble. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, naturally, yeah. if you if you two so, centre-halves are out, you would. And do you know what? That it's was even, the biggest concern, wasn't it's it? It's even better. Oh, yeah. We all know Arsenal fans, and they were getting more and more grumpy. The VAR thing was hilarious. I mean, they're all arguing again. Well, the, I mean, this morning, you've got Arsenal fans arguing with the line straight. It was your fucking groundsman that drew the line, right? On the on the pitch, right? Oh, going, oh, well, the line's that. not straight. Look, the on-pitch decision was yeah. goal. The whole reason VAR is to say if there was a clear and obvious error, they would overrule it. Gerard Bowen's... Jared. Gerard Bowen's leg Jared. Was, in the, was in the way, right? So the only <laughs> angle... You can't tell one way or the other, so the goal stands. Shut up, Gooners. Shut up. I haven't seen much of their reaction things. Oh, they've been melting down on social oh, media. I've been watching them. Uh, you, you have not, to post you not some see of the it. video of the, the girl who started fake crying and going... Well, yeah, you sent that. <laughs> she, that's you gone everywhere. A team that sings about bubbles. How <laughs> have we lost against a team that sings about bubbles? Oh, dear. Fuck off. Ooh. Top six... As I said to Paul Ross last week on Talk Sport, top set. We're t- we're going to finish. Well, we'll I can't wait to get the trophy the for that. Yeah, top. We're going to finish seventh, and we're going to qualify for Europe yeah. for a fourth year running. We're not going to win the League Cup, though, are we? We're not going to win the League Cup. I thought we no, weren't we're going to mention that. No, the elephant know, yeah. in the room. We've got over um, Liverpool, right? Here's the thing, right? I was speaking mm-hmm. to someone earlier. I'm just going to mention it, and then we will move on, right, John? Um, 6,000 people go, oh, you've got to remember the 6,000 people that went to there. Buyer beware, right? We've won in Anfield away twice in 100 years. David Moyes has not won. Never won. In 55 visits, or never won, right? Mm, Buyer beware, you knew what you're getting yourself into, you're 6,000 people travelling to Liverpool, right? Did you think we were going to win it? No, you didn't, right? Possibly, when you saw their team. Hang on, you bought the ticket, Way of answer time, knowing these two stats exist. We never win at Anfield, and Moyes has never won at Anfield. So well, don't, don't of... then say, oh, well, it, and as I've said on, on the, uh, on the talk sport, right? It doesn't matter whether we lost 5-1 or 1-0. We're out. Goal difference doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter about the manner we lost it. We're out, right? But it was, their, on it, it was their B team. It was a quarter-final of a cup, Their which is where... was very good, John. It was a quarter-final of a cup that we are supposedly all about cups now. Yeah. We're not worried about the league position greatly. We're, we're, we're not going to get relegated. We're going to the league and we're going to get in the we're Champions We're not about league. to win the, win the cup. We've never won the League Cup as a club. <sighs> so, you know, it was a, it was an opportunity. If he'd have played his first team, we could have beaten their yeah. B team. Anyway. So, the, the 6,000 might have had a little complaint about that. Back Back to the game. Uh, we won against Arsenal with a good goal by Suchek, um, whipped in by by Bowen's thigh, 
and um, and obviously a James Ward Prowse corner to the head of Dinos for his first Premier League goal and very apt against Arsenal. Isn't it? Yeah, for Maguna himself, of course, as uh, people like to point out. And he looked decent. What did I you make thought. of it, Len? Were you, were you running around Emirates? Um, my willy hanging out. Were you hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this weather, I weren't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, you must have shouted and when we got the goal. Oh, in. the fucking second one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, we played, there's no doubt about it, we played really well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you, you couldn't watch it, it, you know, you watch it sort of behind a cushion. Um. Yeah, no, there was... The problem I have with uh, Moyes' ball is that it relies on players to be at the top of their game every time. And they can't do that every time, but when they can do it, it works. And then, without jumping the gun, you know, you get a couple of good results playing it, and then everyone wants him to sign a new contract without any of the thought of the long-term approach of the club which is really should be addressed well should have been addressed at the moment that your two mates arrived Sean one of us is not no, no longer with us but this is what you get with Moyes but when they're all on it the players the players play well everyone talks about the manager and the players really really played well and I think last night should be about them players are coming in the, in the position I mean Og Bonner Right, you know he's been out for I don't know how long. Everyone wrote him off. I, let's be honest, we didn't really want to see him on the team sheet. You don't want a man of his age going to um, uh, playing against Arsenal in the Emirates because you know what he's going to go up against. Man, he rolled back the years. He was fantastic. He did, didn't he? Yeah. I don't think he was quite my man of the match. It was, but I think Alvarez was mine because of, you know, he went to the place, went to the home of the guy that he replaced, and he had played him. And that takes some doing. He was my man in the match, but it was it was great result last night. It was, wasn't it? Really great result. You're being a, a being a top top team there, with not your top top players, and they 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 did it, and I'm. Less ashamed of them. <laughs> Rather than proud of them. Less ashamed of them. No, I'm no. proud of them. They've done well. It was good. Don't know what good. you know. What you don't you don't know what you're gonna get against Brighton. <clears throat> no. We'll see. Well we'll see. So little little bit of uh, team news. So Pakatar got a calf injury. He's <coughs> taken social media and said small calf injury, I'll only be out of a week. So that counts him out of um Brighton. Expert, is he? Uh, obviously. Um, Zuma, I'm told, uh, will be back. Um, uh, Agur is, is supposed to be off to the African nations, as is Kudos. I've been told, so the Ghanan team meets on the second in, in South Africa for their training camp. There is this rumour, and I think the standard ran it, that Premier teams are going to have a dispensation uh, to have an extra day that they're players. But you know, I asked the club, they're being a bit coy about it and saying, well, we haven't announced that. But I've been told by my insiders, it's very unlikely Eva will play. Um, 
for the Brighton match. Um, so both are likely to be missing. Um, Pakatar will be missing. Uh, but Zuma should be back. Um, and obviously we're going to miss them. I mean, I don't know how long Ghana are going to stay in the African Nations Cup. But uh, let's talk about the reason we're here today, John. And that is the news. Um, David, Moyes, <laughs> David Moyes was asked about his contract position last night. And he said, look, uh, we're not talking about it yet. We're about to s- talk about it. And we're about to sit down and talk about it. And then asked, you know, would he be around next week, but uh, next season? He said, you know, I don't see it being a problem. Obviously, lots of people trying to read into that. I asked this morning a, a, a senior source, not the usual senior source, who had actually sat down with David Moyes and asked him about his future and his plans, etc. And absolutely sees West Ham unfinished project that he wants to stay. He's loving it. He's loving what he's achieved here. And doesn't want to give up any time soon. Um, then I asked the normal senior source this afternoon, um, who said that before it was, we're going to sit down and find out whichever one wants by the end of the season, right? So obviously before May. Uh, that's now changed to January, that we're going to sit down in January and agree a deal. Now, Jack Rosser of In the Meantime, you know, perfect storm is talking about a two and a half year extension. I have not heard that. Who's Jack Rosser? Jack Rosser mm. used to be uh, at the Standard, now at the Sun. So, why was there a previous leak to Sullivan's favourite journalist about he's not going to get a new contract? Well, I think that it was a wait and see. It was a kind of thing. Oh, of... it was very clear. Well, all right, yeah, it was. It is, I'm not making a decision this year, 2023. Right, that was the message coming out. We're not going to make a decision. We want to see how it goes in the. This was before we we qualified for our group. We want to see how we go in Europa League. We want to see how the league's gone. Well, it's the end of 2023. We're 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 sixth place. In one month, we've beat Spurs, Wolves, uh, Arsenal, and Man United. It lost lost five from, nil to Fulham and uh, lost five right. to the Liverpool. Um, People forget. Yeah, maybe he gets the Premier League Manager of the Month for December. Who knows? He's our most successful manager in West Ham history. When we no way, of course he's fucking not. You know, and look, I've been as guilty <laughs> as being a flip flop fan on this, doing polls, etc. But you know what? In the coldness of light and after a two 0 win against uh, Arsenal, you think, do you know what? It's not the end of the world if he gets an extension. I'm sure a lot of that won't make a lot of people happy. Um, remember, he hasn't signed one yet. This is them sitting down to do the details. So you're essentially announcing that Moyes is going to get off the new contract, aren't yes, you? Yes, I basically. am. That is what I'm announcing. That's yeah. the announcement of the podcast. That, that's the announcement of the podcast. Um, I mean, it's interesting. Although, in some ways, the January bit I thought was a bit of an exclusive. Um, uh, it's 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 not as exclusive as I might thought because actually Moyes himself, um, and it shows I, I, I don't read the sum, um, but but when I got told this by the senior source in January, apparently yesterday um, he told a Sun journalist, um, this is what he's quoted: David Sullen said we would talk around the end of January, so we would probably talk later that month. So end of January is what. 
David Moy said to a journalist yesterday, uh, my senior source said, yeah, we're going to sit down in January. So those two things match up. I know... What um, is there to discuss, do you reckon? Sky and I are reporting he's agreed a two-year extension. Um, I just... I, well, do you know what? Money, bonuses, KPIs... And the, the length of the Stru- structure as well, I would imagine. Structure you know, as well. Who's in Remind, remind the listeners Absolutely. what a KPI is, please. Not for me, you understand. All right. <laughs> so for everyone else, a KPI is a key performance indicator. Now, oh Tim, fuck you! Now that'll be interesting. No wonder you have to sit down and negotiate. Now, now, in in German football, Steiden's been used to structuring deals, particularly for managers that have very strong KPIs. One, for a structure for bonuses and money. But two, if you don't reach set KPIs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <clears throat> it's often a lot cheaper to get rid of managers that are not hitting right. certain KPIs. Now, if Steiner's going to play a, a role in this, that's his role to right. to uh, help with maybe the contract. So Moyes has to essentially <clears throat> agree to work with Stein in a contract form. Well, I, I think well. he is. And, you know, as as our friend the Button Monkey last week says, you know, Stein and Moyes meets at the warm-up and he talks to the players, he talks to uh, the manager before every game. I don't know what they're talking about. They might be talking about weather, but they might be talking about tactics. They might be talking about players. So it shows there is some kind of relationship, whether it's a working relationship, uh, whether yeah, it's a gritted teeth relationship, we yeah. don't know. But it's not the kind of, you know, they don't talk to each other kind of relationship. It's It, it looks on the outside like a healthy work relationship. Well, let's face it. If Stighton is responsible for two or three of these signings this summer, then Moyes has got to keep running with him because he's getting all the plaudits for it. I mean, the way they spoke to him after the game yesterday, he was, like, he was unbelievably good at finding players. And they talked to him about kudos. 
Yeah. So, you know, if he wants to take the plaudits, he's got to play the game, hasn't he? What's, what's uh, Stiden's, the state of Stiden's contract, Sean? Uh, it's a good question, which I've not really asked. You fucking um, will, sure, because it means more to me than Moyes. Well, uh, that's a really good point. Um, so, why don't I ask that question? How can he mean, more, how can he mean more to you than Moyes, who's the best manager we've ever had? Well, yeah, got, well, he's, how can he that played be? great in midfield against Man United as well, if you read Twitter. <laughs> it was a great ball he put it through. It was a great tactical switch. Yeah, it was brilliant. He so, put, put, put Brazil's the playmaker into yeah. the middle. Yeah. So before we move on to finals, <laughs> Brazil's number 10, he played him as number 10. <laughs> Would you believe it? I know, and it worked. Yeah. Genius. Before we oh, move give on him to, another four years. Before we move on to finances, what what is your gut feeling on on this news about Moyes? Let's start with you, John. Uh, I, 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 you can't argue the stats. You can't argue the position we are in the league. You can't argue against the wins. But it doesn't mean you have to forget the Liverpool's, the, the you know the the Fulham's and and the general state of play after time. You know. So I, I I can accept, if he gets a, a new contract, I can accept it. Ideally, I wouldn't want it. Ideally, I would like to see us be, you know, we've got a very good group of players. I'd like to see us make a forward step and try and get attract someone who could maybe progress the club a bit in a different manner. But if that's, you know, if you're a businessman, you can't argue against what he's producing, what he's doing. Whether you enjoy watching it, it wouldn't matter to you, would it? You get, he's getting the job done. He's got a six. He's got the maximum points we've ever had. But ideally, I would like to see, I would like to see an amicable change and a different. But it's not gonna, not gonna blow my mind. It's not gonna destroy me if he stays. Like probably, I can imagine it will some people. But yeah. You know, it's 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 looking pretty likely and looking pretty obvious that he's going to end up staying in it. So. Yeah, it does. I think the okay. main the what the Moyes supporters of Moyes and Moyes fans cling on to and enjoy best is this European qualification record that obviously they fancy another year. Yeah. Looking how the table is now, uh, which means obviously the ones that go out on the European day out of weekend away or whatever, you know, to enjoy it. They're going to love that. But it, it's more more football that for a manager that kind of reduced, he kind of feels like he doesn't want to play football. And although you can understand that a, a new contract with Moyes is kind of... Um, He's, he is worthy of it. He does deserve it. It don't feel like good news to me. Because, you know, it's just a lot of... Well, it's the way you don't enjoy he, football as much he, as I used to. Yeah, and the fact that he complains about the amount of games and the, and the way that he plays the same players week in, week out and doesn't rotate the squad pretty much, doesn't use substitutes. It's the way he overlooks the the cup youth winning team for any inspiration which I'm we're, we're constantly told that Keane Kevin Keane's complaining about you know it's, it's just those are what well, that's kind of things that I would like to see yeah. a progression in I would like to see him utilise 
two or three of these youngsters out of that yeah. cup-winning team, bring them in the squad. Even now, when this African Nations Cup is starting, <clears> maybe <throat> give them, a, you know, use this as an opportunity. But he doesn't seem to do that. He doesn't look that way. He'll always flog the same players. Do you think um, you've just accepted people like yourselves? I'm not saying you're Moyes out. Have accepted the inevitable that you have no control whether he gets a. No, we 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 always knew that it was never a. It's a question that keeps getting put to us for for the sake of content. Content. We always know that it's not our choice, and we've got an idiot in charge of the club. So, you know. Yeah, you know we 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 can't you know. We can't affect it, so it feels like go. things are. The finger is pointed at us in the media. I mean, if you look at Talksport, it's like, what have West Ham fans against, against David Moyes? What do you think? You know, what do you expect? Yeah. Against, oh yeah, the media well, cycle is continuously. What's wrong with the West Ham fans? Look yeah. what he's achieved. How great he is. Yeah. Well, maybe that we don't really hang on to the achievements. I don't, maybe the the manager isn't always that responsible for it, and I'm sick of fucking Nigel's dude does this. Wants to fucking art back to John Lyle, you know, getting relegated twice and that, and comparing it to him. We we never brought the manager into play in them days. We we didn't put all the success down to the manager. We didn't, and I don't know why it gets done now. So I mean. Uh, uh, I suppose it is what it is. I mean, uh, uh, I don't enjoy the football as much as I do, but then again, I don't enjoy going to that stadium, really. I do think he deserves a new contract. You knew what you were going to get with Moyes, and you got yeah. it. And, and he's um, achieved it. He's done yeah, it. Yeah, he, is, he has done it. And not a lot of managers do go out and achieve what they, they're they asked to do, but he, he certainly has. I would just like him. I'd like him now just to start bringing in some youngsters and trying to, you know, utilise that because it seems that seems to me is a wasted opportunity there as well. Sure. Hey, if it happens, of course. I mean, you know, it's not confirmed. Well, Sean's saying it's happening. This is that's the whole point of this podcast. The announcement. It's happening. happening. Well, that and the financial figures. I'm going to spend ten minutes talking about the financial figures until the contract signed. But now, you're right. But look. I'm told Moyes is desperate to stay, wants to finish, sees this as his swan I song, wonder why sees this as his crowning glory. And I think the board, well, certainly when I spoke, spoke to two members of the board this morning, both of them were pretty happy, you know? They were pretty happy. Yeah. Well, whoever they may be. Anyway, uh, today is a, is a momentous day in the year, which I get excited about <laughs> when West Ham released their uh, financial figures. Oh, that's all figures. we're going on, Sean, isn't it? You're loving it. It isn't is. Uh, uh, financial figures. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's just between this and me going to the West End to watch Mrs. Doubtfire with the family in, in about 15 minutes. So West Ham, a few minutes ago, have released their figures. Um, I must say it's for last season, so the end of May. Uh, turnover was down 16 million to 237 million. Uh, previously, it was 253. That 16 million is purely down to our final league position because we finished 14th last season instead of 7th before, and it's basically £2 million a place. That, and we had 21 games on the box in the UK compared to 23. Again, you get another million every time you're on TV in the UK. Um, the main reason. 
we made a loss. We made a loss of 18 million. Is we spent 184 million on the playing squad in the summer of 2022. That turns into basically depreciation um, of 65.3 million. So that's splitting the contract over. It was 40, 45 million each summer. So although we made a profit, and we'll talk about it in a minute, we made a loss before tax of 18.3 million. Ticket revenue was 41 million, uh, 300,000 lower because of our European Cup run. But again, tickets were slightly cheaper and less crowds um, for the Europa League than it was for the, sorry, Europa Conference League than it was for Europa League. Commercial um, revenue and sponsorship grew slightly 400 grand to 35.1, mostly static. Retail club store um, fell slightly to 12.9 million. TV income was the biggest drop. We made 145 of 147.6 million down from 163 million the year before so there's your 16 pound uh, million drop wages up 1 million or 136 million point eight uh, up from uh, 135.7 the previous season west ham's vice chairman karen brady pay packet drops from 2.24 million to 1.37 million how will she survive Mostly because she, uh, mostly because the year before she got a bonus, actually for, for fucking find, doing nothing probably. for finding nine hundred grand bonus for finding Daniel Kradinsky. Um <laughs> but she goes basically in real terms, her, her salary's not gone up for three years. Uh, bless. Her. Um, in real terms, she's on the same thing. Uh, West Ham uh, operating costs were one hundred ninety million points. Uh, six. That's how much they spent on revenue. As I said before, two hundred thirty-six million. So that left an operating profit of forty-eight point four million. Uh, but transfer payments added sixty-five, which is how you get your eighteen million loss. No interest. This is the important bit, John. No interest was paid to any directors, and there are no loans owed to any directors whatsoever there are no director loans i thought they all, cleared all the lines they've didn't all they, been paid off, yeah. but that that was confirmed in these accounts right. west ham paid off their debt to ms holdings 55 million pound loan was paid back to msd holdings <coughs> ultimately owned by michael dell of computer fame but we've opened a new uh, 40 million pound overdraft with barclays bank yeah, we had to pay circus that bit in it we had to pay off michael dell's companies uh, nine hundred and forty-five thousand in interest uh, last August. Well, they August, just call them Peter and Paul, Sean. Well, do you know what? You pay Michael Dell's Holdings, these specialist company, a lot more than you do the High Street Bank. So it's a yeah. it's a sign of the times. We did have a fifty-five million pound loan. We now have a forty million overdraft. It's a move in the right direction. Yeah, and we used to have the loan by Golden Sullivan at seven percent. It went down to three and a half percent. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's it's. it's uh, but the debt has to be moved by the time we yeah. moved. But that the has debt to be gone has, by the time we, have, we moved. We've got an overdraft. It doesn't mean we're using the overdraft. By the way, the overdraft is exactly that. And the moment we haven't drawn down on it, that overdraft is there for cash flow for for. Um, Wait, we must be doing better this year because we seem to be on the telly every week. Well, let me talk about that in a minute. Uh, West Ham did pay off uh, 4.7 million. Um, uh, where was it? Oh, no. This is the interesting bit. So, last summer... Really? Is this last, the interesting <laughs> bit? No, it is. This is the, inter- this is sorry, the interesting bit. Yeah, so, so interesting. Everybody thought we made a net profit of 17 million after we sold um, um, 
Declan Rice. But in fact, we made it was a net um, spend of four point seven million. So we spent four point million four four point seven million than the money we received for Declan Rice, Flazic, and um, Skamaka. So some of those uh, but is that because only, we only got a part payment of it? No, no. This is this is all you put all the money together. One hundred and five million. The, the hundred, the four. five. Hang on, the five is an extra add-on. So it would be the hundred million, whatever we got for Vlasic, whatever we got for. Um, but anyway, we didn't underspend. We overspent by four point seven million. Plus, there's another twelve point six million that is contingent on future events, i.e., add-ons. So, add-ons. Yeah. So four point seven net fees, twelve point seven in add-ons. Uh, the club played out a delayed loan fee of 431000 to Spartak Moscow for the loan of Alex Kroll. Uh, interest of 21000 was also paid on top. The payment had been forbidden because of sanctions, but FIFA, because of uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but FIFA said it was okay because the club was owned by someone else that wasn't Russian, so we paid our money. Now, this is the last bit. If you're still with us. Yeah. Right? Sort of. And it's about FFP. I was feeling all right till this bit. Uh, so, if you remember, our turnover last season was 237 yeah. million, right? FIFA allow 80% of your turnover for wages, transfers, and agent fees the following season. So, that translates roughly to mm. 189 million. Well, if you look at our wage bill, 137 million. You look at our transfer and wage bill, 65. We're already exceeded it at 202 million. Now we can then exclude non-playing uh, staff. Yeah, so wages uh, of staff, infrastructure, community products, uh, the academy, women's football. But I'm told when and those figures aren't public. But I'm told that when we take those off, we're right bang on uh, within the budget. So ultimately, we've got no money to spend in January. We've got to sell to buy for January. And that is your 10-minute update on finances. I will go more depth. I'm sure we'll have uh, Kieran Maguire on to talk about this in more depth. And we'll, we'll, we'll do a podcast just on, on finances. But that's your 10-minute update. How excited are you, boys, about the finance update? No, not at all. No. Uh, um, I still don't really understand the, how the FFP works when you see the the, the money quoted for players that we get, and the money the, the and the the, the 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 prices we quote we pay that they don't match up to sort of give you a clear indication of how much you've got to spend. Well, that makes sense. You, you've got to take so so when you buy a player, you. Um, I know you're going to say about them over five years, yeah, or the length of the contract, but but mostly five years. So you take a debt from Rice. But that's the same going, with everyone. It is the same. With so that everyone. would be the same with a now, sell. In a the past, you could you could do it both ways. You could you could you could have a contract for six years, but write over three. Or you could have a contract for free, but no, you couldn't write over longer. But, you, you know, there were ways to massage the books. UEFA and FIFA and the FA are trying to pull that out. So you only can um, 
write off the sums as assets over the course of a, right. a, a, a of a contract. But forget about how much we spend each summer. Our our fee in the books is sixty five million. That's what. So this season, or, or last season, sixty five million. That's what we're apportioned the transfer fees to, and that's what in our books we're paying out. Yeah. Each year before it was 45. That keeps on 48. It keeps on going up, keeps on going up. So every year, whatever money you make, you then take that transfer installment kitty off, which at the moment is costing us 60. This, this remember, this is what we've already paid, 65 million a year in payments. Now, as we pay them off, obviously that will drop again. But at the moment... We're buy, 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 buy. It's going up and up and up. So although we made forty-eight million pound profit, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we wiped it out and made an eighteen million pound loss. And if we keep on spending the way we do, can you imagine spending the way we do? But you know, most people don't want to know this and go, "Oh, all blow the bollocks! Show us some money! Show us some money! We want, we no, want look, a hundred million." We'll be all right next summer because when we sell Pakatar, Cadiz, and Bowen, we'll make an absolute fortune. So yeah, we'll be all right. True. Anyway, so how does that? Okay, I ain't got too much of a problem with having to sell to spend in January because there's players that need to go that ain't going to get a game anyway. Yeah, and the sooner you sell them, the better. So when it comes to the summer again and the transfer kit, how does that work? How do we know we got how much we got then? Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure we budget a certain amount, but it's the same thing. We've got to stay with FFP, so we look at how much we're writing off, um, and we try and balance the books in wages and everything else. But are we going to have a big spend like we did in 2022? Unlikely. Not until we flushed it through the system. And when I say flushed it through the system, both the Premier League and UEFA, it's a three-year rolling. So we had a better spend this summer, didn't we? Let's face it. Well, only because we got more in. And as yeah. we just talked about, our net spend was 4.7 million, though, John. So actually, it's fine to do a net spend of 4.7 million. That's great. You know, you're balancing your books. The previous year, we spent 189 million. Yeah, he's nearly spent half a billion, isn't he? Yeah. Isaiah. Yeah, but you know, if you're selling it and you're right in some still way, only if trust you sell Pakistan 11 players for 100 million each. You balance the books and you go again, and that's where Steiden may come in. Let's let's be honest, we're not going to keep probably Pakataras or Kudos for the whole of their careers, are we? No. No. We're going to cash in. And that's yeah. what Steiden's job is. Let's be honest. Find the new... Find the new next ones. one. Yeah. Anywho... Which should be... That sounds a lot more important than setting the team up, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, and look, he's done great. Uh, so, uh, that's done the great. point I'd like to make. The, 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 the figures, I think, are great. You know, yes, we made a loss, but it's understandable because we're paying for what we did in 2023, uh, 2022, the summer, which you could say mm, a lot of money was spent and wasted there, you know, with Skamaka and I'm trying to think who else we bought that didn't really work out. Um, but, uh, you know... Well, let's hope in the new year we talk about, you know, players' abilities and performances rather than players' costs. And um, well, we're going to win the Europa League, aren't we? So that will bring a lot well, of money in. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he should get a, an extension on his contract unless he does. David Moyes. He's all down to David Moyes, whatever you say. Moyes you in. Know, it's definitely all down to him. <laughs> 
it, it, it actually, I've heard that the engraver, if we do win it, is going to put David Moyes' name on it rather than West Ham United if we win the cup. Well, the whole of the media would say it's his cup anyway. Oh, yeah. After the contract, they say, does the David Moyes deserve a statue? And it will be until <laughs> until we continuously say no and, you know, give up, move out of the David Moyes arena, then they, they won't give up. It, it, one day it will be down to the fans. It will be our fault. Yeah. Fans out. Anyway, yeah. anywho, that's all the time we have because I've got a date with Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, in Shaftesbury Avenue. He's done a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> he has. <laughs> um, uh, we, we, I think we've done predictions for Brighton, haven't we? I can't remember. I'm but sure. Yeah, let's say we have. Uh, I've been Sean. Uh, John has been... Over the moon with all the latest news. Over the moon. And Len has been... Oh. <laughs> I'm at a gut full. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Come on. You irons, happy! Oh, by the way, you know you guys never said Happy New Year and everything. So Happy New Year, listeners! Happy New Year! Yeah, happy New kind Year! Of what everyone. was kind of going there. Thanks, thanks for everything you do by listening to us yeah. going yeah. on week after week in yeah. 2023. Uh, and here's to 2024. Ah, Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.